cliffcentral.com. Anyway, we'll get to that with uh, Dr. Hanan in just a moment or two because we've got It's Going to Be Okay, which is precisely the message that we'd like to get out on a Monday with uh, Hanan Bushkin, who's, of course, our renowned psychologist, our live-in shrink. We only get to see him once a week, but uh, you can email us anytime with your problems and he will try to help you through them. Isn't that right, Bakabanti? He's helped you. Right, he's helped me that one time. Yo. And like, I have a follow-up, but like, that's when, that's next year's problem. <laughs> I'll follow up on that story one day. And he's helped, and he's helped you, Leanne Mole, hasn't he? He has indeed. Yeah, um, and here he is he also to help everyone else. Dr. Hanan, is this, is this the lighting or have you dyed your hair purple? Uh, I have dyed my hair purple. No, I'm kidding. It's a lot. I would never do that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> How are you? And uh, are you on holiday yet? Yes. As you can see, I'm no longer, no longer the same background I'm at home. Yes. And uh, finally on holiday. Saturday was my last day. Oh, nice. You told all those lunatics that you helped to go and sort themselves out and have a holiday. Yeah, just give your depression and anxiety a break and we'll yes. pick it up again in January. Yeah. Yeah, there's lots of time for anxiety and depression in the new year. Not during Save Christmas. Yourself. Oh. Yeah, for God's exactly. sake, have a little for it. Yeah. All right, so Doc, exactly. um, we, did, we did discuss this uh, the other day about how this time of year is not always great for people, um, mostly because if you're alone, it's a very, very sad and, and depressing time. And there are lots of people who are suffering with that stuff. But what I want to talk about today is an email that I got from somebody. This is an anonymous email. So I'm not going to say it's Mary, but Mary sent it to us. And she says, my husband and I have been happily married for six years. We always wanted kids, but financially, we weren't in a position to do so earlier in our marriage. We were heavily supporting our parents. Now we're in a very good place financially, but work is emotionally and physically demanding on both of us. Also, we don't live in the same country as our family, so we don't have external help. I would like to know when it's a, a, an appropriate time to have kids and what points for both husband and wife should be considered before committing to parenthood. Sure. Tough question. You could, you could tell that she's a responsible person. She wants to do the right thing, but there is no right time to have kids. You just you got to do it, right? There is no right time, and uh, it's the heaviest responsibility that you can bear. Because it's not like you know a lot of uh, a lot of life, life offers us many decisions and many opportunities to make mistakes, and mm. uh, we can pick the wrong job and we can just pick another job. We pick we can pick the wrong relationship, and if that doesn't work out, we can pick another relationship. We can go to the wrong restaurant, but we'll never go to the to the same restaurant again. But when it yeah. comes to having even a tattoo, you can pick the wrong tattoo and have it removed. We have the mm. technology to do that. But when it comes to raising a child, you can't undo that one. You can't just backspace that one. So yeah. I think uh, Mary is incredibly responsible for asking these, these really important questions before having a child. That's what adulting is. You know, again, the difference between children and adults, children just marry the moment. Well, I feel like it, I'm going to do it. So chocolate feels good. I'm going to do it. Broccoli feels bad. I'm not. Adults are able to kind of see how the dominoes fall down the line. And they understand that I might want something now. And then as an adult, I also marry the position that this will lead me to down the line. So she's asking a very relevant question. There's a couple of things that she should consider when, uh, or anybody should consider before raising children. So first of all, are you emotionally ready? 
are you and your husband emotionally ready for the change in the lifestyle, the personal time, the relationship is gonna change? In life, there are very few times when your status or your identity changes, very, very few times. So, and one of those times is when you get married, suddenly your title, your identity changes. And another time is when you decide to be a parent. Suddenly it's no uh -huh. longer about me or you, it's about it. So when your baby wakes up in the morning, at two o'clock in the morning, you can't just switch it off and go back to bed and just decide, well, I just need to sleep. It just doesn't work that way. When your baby's hungry, your baby's hungry. When your baby needs changing, your baby needs changing. And obviously later on in life, your priority needs to be on what's best for this child. So are you emotionally ready with your husband to have a child? What about practically work-life balance? Uh, does your work even provide leave uh, for you being a mom or, uh, or your husband being a dad? What about mm -hmm. financial security? Are you financial? I mean, if people think, oh, money, we will find it. Money is a thing. Money is sure. a thing. And if you don't have money, I mean, there are many people that become depressed due to lack of financial security. Uh, right. How good is your relationship with your partner? Are you solid enough to bear the cost of having a child? And I'm not talking about just financial cost, the emotional cost. I always, I always tell uh, my couples that I see in the practice, I tell them, marriage is a magnifying glass for a relationship. Marriage is a magnifying glass for a relationship. So if your relationship is good, marriage will make it better. If a relationship is bad, marriage will make it worse. But children, oh. for the first six months, screw it up. Children, for the six, first six months, screw it up. Because sure. suddenly, your world changes. You lived in the jungle, and now you're living in the desert. And the same skills that you learned in the jungle do not, no longer apply to the desert. It's a brand new skill and your relationship will naturally take a dive and have you build enough emotional credit in your relationship to take the hit. That your relationship, and I see so many couples and they come and they say to me in the, um, in the practice, Hanan, we just had a kid, our relationship has never been worse. And yeah. I'm like, welcome to the real world. That's the way it works. Don't judge your relationship because it's getting worse because of a child. Yes, what ends up happening is your relationship gets worse. And if you tick all the right boxes, then it just, just, it just shoots up and suddenly you create incredible amount of value. Do you have the right uh, support system around you? And you should consider that. Certainly, she said, Mary, I think Mary said that she, they live in another country, so they don't have the same support system that they would have here. So are right. you happy and are you ready to actually, you and your husband, without that emotional support from family and friends. Are you physically healthy yeah. enough to have a child? I mean, that's important. You, I also want you, to, I, want, I want Mary to consider life goals. Does this fit in with your life goals and your long-term vision? Does this fit in with your life goals and your long-term vision? Ask your husband, did you always want to have a child? You, you won't believe how many people in my practice. In the, in the session, I turn to the husband and say, hey, do you actually want to have a child? And the, and the, and the mm -hmm. husband goes, actually not really and that's okay and that's okay and that's a conversation to be had and that's a conversation to be had and um, what about religion and cultural values do you carry and you hold but, the same religion yes but doc i think i think she's being very meticulous about asking all these questions i mean she's thought about the finances she's thought about the support she's she and her husband are clearly keen on doing this but i think the difficult part of this and this is where i think all of us want your advice there, there isn't a perfect time. It's not like everything will align and like your whole life is in order. 
everything is in order. And then you're like, now is the time to have a child. That never happens, right? It's it's gonna be it's gonna be now or never. So at some point, you're gonna have to decide. I'm gonna today's the day that we're going to make a child, and then you go for it. Yeah. But but think about it this way, Gareth. Like how many of us when we buy a car, how much homework do we actually do before we actually buy a car? Or before we buy a house, even a a more financial demanding decision. So and the homework that needs to be done for having a child is probably infinitely uh, more specific than um, and meticulous than buying a house. Because again, you can make a mistake with buying a house, but how many of us actually ask the right questions? We just have a child because we think, well, that's what we should do. So she's asking the right questions. But to your point, and this is important, once you tick all the boxes that I've mentioned, and you can replay this and go through all the boxes, once you tick all the boxes, there's still a leap of faith. You still need sure. to budget jump because you still have to jump into something that you're not really so sure of. Because unlike buying a car that you can test drive or buying a house that you can mm-hmm. walk around with the agent X amount of times and say, oh, I like it. I like the area. I've done the research. Maybe I even live next door. With a child, you don't have that preview. Yes, of course, you've got a cousin that's had a child. You've got a brother that has a child. Maybe you've got a niece. Maybe you've got nephews. But raising your own children, you don't get a sample of that. So there's still, once you tick all the boxes, there's still that leap of faith in terms of, well, I still don't know how it's going to turn out. I've done my homework. We've gone through all the practical measures to ensure that we are in the best position to have a child. But the boxes are important. The car still has to have four wheels because if it doesn't have four wheels, yeah. you can you take a leap of faith and you're gonna you're not gonna go anywhere. The having a child still needs to tick these boxes, and then you take a leap of faith for sure. All right. So there we go. It's, there's no two ways about it. I mean, uh, Doc is really being very straight up and honest with us here, as he is every morning. Um, and also, you're, you're the only parent among us as well, Doc. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So we should shut that up. I mean, up. you, you uh, would know, yeah. <laughs> so Dr. Hanan, um, how important is it to have a break at this time of year? How important is it to get out of your work mind and to get out of your day-to-day worries and to actually take a moment to to just relax with the family, to, to be away for a few days if you can if you can afford to get away or just to stay at home and not have to worry about all those pressures of the year, how important is it to de-stress and let go a little bit? It's exceptionally important, but I, as you know, you know me and you know my philosophy by now is like, I like to invest my time into things that create value. I don't want Mm. you to, I need you to, everybody I would advise that you take a break on for a physical level, uh, on a physical level, on a mental level, on a psychological level, just shut down. And do the things that recharge you because the whole year we are on a hamster wheel, just going faster and faster and faster and faster. But I right. don't want you just to take a holiday just to kind of get off the hamster wheel. But I also want you to take this holiday to reflect. Am I heading in the right direction of my life? How many times have I said this? If you're not the mm-hmm. chess player of your life, you're a pawn in someone else's. So if you yes. don't know where you're going, you will always end up where other people want to take you. So take this time to reflect. How am I doing with regards to my career and my sense of purpose? How am I doing with regards to my financial stability? Is this where I want to be? How am I doing in terms of family, my friends, my relationships? How am I doing in terms of health? The world, if you don't make a decision, 
uh, of where you want to be, the world will just pick a decision for you. So, you know, there's a mm-hmm. saying, if you want to move, move, you're not a tree. So you can actually make yeah. different decisions. You can actually make different, uh, you have different options. And as much as you think, oh, well, my options are limited because my environment is stifling me or my environment is stopping me from achieving point eight or stopping me from getting from point A to point B, it's not true. It's not true. Become brave. Become not a victim, but become a victor. I want you to become see your world as a blank canvas and you have all the right to draw whatever you want in it. I always tell people, you can be anxious and brave at the same time. You can be depressed and brave at the same time. You can be scared and brave at the same time. Be brave. One thing that, uh, this is a an interesting concept. When you're scared and you pretend to be brave, you know what that's called? Brave. That's called being brave. When you pretend right. to be right. brave, that's called being brave. Yeah. It's okay to not yes. feel it, pretend it, and be it. So I want everybody Correct. to reflect during this time on where I want to be. Start planning, creating a framework for how you want to mm. live your life, how you want the next year to be, and uh, live out the framework. I love it. That's some excellent advice. Can't think of a better way to end uh, this discussion with you on the last Monday of the year, certainly for our show. And uh, have a good holiday. Enjoy your time off, Doc. It's uh, it's very kind of people like you to spend time with us every Monday, but um, you also need to recharge your batteries. So there we go. Some good advice ahead of the holidays. Get your priorities right. Be brave. Uh, do, and then the feelings will follow. These are kind of lessons that you've Always. been teaching us. Yeah. All Always and you know and, and and you know and and just to end off, um, Cliff Central deserves credit as well, guys. Uh, the 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 credit a platform that allows us to discuss these real issues for people that might maybe be too shy or too scared to come on the show and discuss it themselves. So well done to you, Gareth. Well done, Tarina. Well done to the rest of the team, Bakoban to Leanne, and the rest of the team in the background, Dory to Ryan. You've done Mm. a phenomenal job in creating the space for us to come and be honest with humor and sometimes with harshness and sometimes with with love and always with kindness and always with the right intention in helping people get from point A to point B and get the support. So well done to all of you as well. Yeah, well done to the team. It's good good, uh, work and we, we hopefully are helping some people through some tough times, which, uh, and even if you're not going through a tough time, you sometimes just need a little bit of help as well. And, and someone, someone who understands you, someone who's going through similar things. So thanks, Doc. Great to see you. And thanks, as Sniper nice says, happy Christmas, happy New Year, all of that stuff. We will see you in the new year. I look forward to it. Have a good holiday. Be safe, guys. Thanks, Doc. Okay. Cheers. There's yes. Dr. Hanan. And that is a wrap on um, seeing him for this year. We'll be back in the new year with more from Dr. Hanan.